Let's take more neck. Mmm, y'all hear what I say? Let's take more neck for your mother and your brother. We gon' hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days, and it's strange people living strange ways. So expect. Let's take more neck. Welcome back to Let's Tag More Neck. I'm Devontae. And this is Eric. Today's topic is going to be, is there anything that you are 99.999% sure about, Eric? That's a question Oh, for is you. that going to be about me again? <laughs> Fuck. You know what he said before we started this podcast? He said, we're going to keep this an di- open dialogue. It'll just be free-flowing and then right off the bat, boom. I'm the <laughs> topic of conversation. Uh, That's what uh, the fuck yeah. was on my mind. <laughs> Oh, it's on my it's on my heart, man. It's not just on my mind. It feels like I feel like heavy as shit. Like it's literally on my heart of I literally have had a son walking on this planet for six years now. With, with no a, known with knowledge. With absolutely no knowledge. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little part of me thought, oh maybe, you know, that random phone call seven years ago. You know, it was kind of, man, it honestly wasn't even in the back of my mind. I was like, there's no way, you know, especially at that time. So I was just to turn 26, probably, if my math is correct, and when the, uh, my son was born, which, again, that's the, the test results came back, everyone. <clears throat> 99.999% match DNA. Uh, Carson is my son, officially. You know, again, so going back to what would have been summer, I just had, would have turned 26 nine months before April, so... Um, man, it's so crazy to think back then when she probably told me, I really thought men and women were the same. I was like, well, she has a rational brain. That was a hookup at Drunken Monkey. Like that was literally 1 a.m. We were wasted. We met. We had sex. Obviously, she got pregnant and it's real. But again, I was like, I don't know if this is a cry for help or, you know, trying to I don't know what this was about, but I really, um, you know, I didn't believe her. I mean, well, it's not that I didn't believe her. I I just thought she would do what I would do and be like, oh, you just get an abortion. You just like, what? We don't even know each other. You get rid of the baby. It's easy. It's America. This is, you know, and I probably even offered to pay for it. I think she did say that, which I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure I would have said something like that back then and why any rational human wouldn't do that would blow me away. But I was thinking as a single male, like I never put it in a perception of a girl that was pregnant. And, you know, it's, it's kind of sad to think of my old self and really believing men and women were the same. I mean, that was the height of my hookup period. So that year, it was a year before that. I was like my first three way. That's when the cat really got out of the bag where I was like, man, like sex is way more fun with multiple partners. You know, I think this is, I think it's a blessing. (laughs) Because if you think about it, if you never would have found out, and then he's older and he's like, oh, man, I really want to know who my biological father is, and talk to your mom, she ends up sending him whatever, Facebook, whatever the fuck they're going to have later on. In <laughs> That's the, scary. No. That's ah, scary to think about, but yeah. And then he finds you, and he's like, why weren't you there? It's like, well, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't even know you existed. No. I mean, I think this is... As crazy as as it is, I think it's uh, an amazing thing for you because yep. you avoid all of that, and now you know. It's not like you 
you weren't trying to be in his life previously. You just didn't know he existed. Mm -hmm. And then now you're going to be part of his life. And which is a great thing for, for him growing up. No, I agree with that. That's why I'm doing it. And I would be a good dad. So, you know, it's, it's a lot all of a sudden, but it's, I'm very okay with it and very present with it. Just being like, Oh, I'm just good to put one foot in front of the other. Like I have been since we started this podcast and keep working hard. And, you know, I've got another mouth to feed, another person to provide for. So that'll make a man work even harder. It really makes a man focus. I can, yeah. I am sure that I have no kids, but I am <laughs> absolutely sure that makes it. Well, I think you'd be a good dad too. And so because you would be a good dad, you can put yourself in my shoes and mm-hmm. you know, you would be like, damn, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to make sure I can provide and pay for his school yeah. stuff and well, give him an opportunity to you know play sports yeah. and do everything else. Well, I know I'm doing right now <laughs> is to set it up <laughs> so it's already a good portion of it's taken care of by the time I do have kids and I can enjoy more time with them and actually be there instead of like a lot of people who wait until they do have kids not with you because you've already financially you were doing pretty well you've been busting your ass but like people who wait till they have kids and then they're like oh my gosh like this is here now like I need to fucking focus and then they don't get to spend a lot of time with them I'd rather do all this shit right now and then Whenever I have kids, I can just, like, focus on being a father. Yeah, that's, that's a very good way to view it, and that's something I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to work harder, but I can provide in a way where I can spend time with them, take them on trips, do things with them. So it's really crazy to even talk like that. No, I mean, you're spot on. And, you know, I don't I thank God, you know, I've been changing my life trying to help myself because you know i've known for years you know by the time late 20s rolled around i was like yeah men and women definitely aren't the same like we when we fuck and how we operate is very different we're very yin and yang so looking at you know her you know being pregnant with my son even though it was just a hookup like i don't know what was going through her head i mean it's way different than i don't know the chemicals i mean when you're pregnant i'm sure it's very powerful for a girl you know the fact that she chose to have them but was too scared to ever reach out to me goes to show, you know, how animate I was against it. I mean, I know I was not friendly with her. And, Do you think um, this happens more often than not? <clears throat> as far as, like, uh, one night stands and the woman is just terrified, saying they know for sure in their head who the father is. They're terrified to reach out to who the father is. Oh, I, I actually believe so. And honestly, with the, the online hooking up and Instagram, Tinder, all that stuff, there's a lot more people fucking now. People are just easier to communicate and fuck. People you never would have met in real life, so you would have no idea. You know, the fact we met at a bar and all that, I would almost say unusual today. Most hookups, I think, are going online. I think most people are hooking up via the internet. I mean, I think people yeah. go to the bars and hook up still, but... <clears throat> I think it's a... I think... A lot of sex is... Yeah. Casual think, mm-hmm. sex is driven by the internet now. I think in comparison to, depending on your age, I think for sure, because our other friend, you know who I'm talking about, he he pulls at bars and shit like it's old school days, mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like you did. And you guys aren't super far apart in age either. Mm-mm. He's 36, yeah, going on 37 now. And yeah, I've been with him. And like every time we've gone out, he's pulled somebody at a bar. <laughs> every time it's not been one time he hasn't. But then you look at majority of people my age younger for sure like the likelihood of pulling is like oh no lower like i mean my age we still pull at the bars and stuff like my homie whenever we went to atlanta i had an opportunity to pull 
but then you look at the younger ones like nobody else like also <laughs> what, what, what was also crazy the younger ones yeah. it was also crazy sitting there and i was at the club and we were dancing and i'm just you know just drunk but observant everything that's going on even though it's fucking dark as shit in there <laughs> there was no no man dancing with a woman i was like the only one in there dancing with a girl and i would look around and like nobody like girls were dancing with these with each other the guys were mostly just you know in a little group with their their clique they're just vibing together i would look around i was the only one dancing with a girl i was like what the fuck is this about mm-hmm. that's fucking i've there's been times where i've gone to the clubs a couple of years ago when i was first like 21 22 like everybody's dancing with each other like they were actually like getting it even last year whenever i went to salt lake i went to a club our other buddy and I, we went together, and there was nobody dancing with a girl at all. Hmm. It's very off. Now, I don't know if that's because the guys just won't approach a woman, because I didn't really see anybody ever approach anybody, or if they're just, like, pushing them away. Uh, oh, no, I think it's very hard for men to approach women now. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's always been hard, the fear of rejection. I mean, it's the ultimate ego blow to a man when you get rejected. But I think, you know, people are hiding behind their phones for sure. I think confidence for most men is at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. No, myself included. I mean, I don't you know. I've definitely had life on easy mode. You know, I think I'm a smart guy, but, you know, I've always had lifestyle jobs and everything else. And now it's like, oh, shit, and I got, like, someone else to provide for. It changes everything for me. But I think that's a lot of our generation. It's easy just for me to hide behind my phone. You know, I would hook up it obviously at the bars, but just generally speaking, like sleep with women outside of Fort Collins, focus on making money and just kind of be left alone, you know, besides my friends and going having fun. You know, I had my life really structured in a way. But then what does it do? It makes it so you don't even approach girls in real life because they're like, well, this is my workplace or this is a part of my social setting I don't want to touch. But I, in reality, I think, you know, most men are just scared to approach women now. A, a, a lot of them and yeah yeah that's an absolute fact you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of guys approaching women ever and the ones that do are doing a horrible job of it. <laughs> you know, it's almost <laughs> like the when when the men that do do it it's like they're just going about it the wrong way because again i don't advocate you just going up and macking on every girl it's but you got to be able to have, carry a conversation like a normal person yeah, you don't go up and say some weird shit to somebody i've seen that Oh, we work in a gym. I've seen it in my entire career, you know. I have to be very mindful of it, you know, working in a gym because, you know, as nasty as all you guys know I am, it's still, you know, I never fucked with my social. So, well, I never, I guess, fucked with it hard enough to to make my work go away or something. You know, I especially as a personal trainer, you have to be so mindful of that stuff because you can ruin your business. Well, I bet it's I've, fucking tough as a personal trainer. Yeah, I've definitely seen people in the industry totally fuck themselves, especially men, you know, with women. And you just can't do that, you know. You have to keep it very professional, which I do. Um, but I think there's a natural draw and attraction. We're known as nasty motherfuckers for a reason. Well, we are you know, sexual that, beings. And that atmosphere definitely creates it. Oh, know? my gosh. I think I'm very good at my job. I really do enjoy it. But, you know, being around what we see every day, it's... It's a lot, you know, attractive women. I would argue that's probably where you're going to see the most attractive women, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Especially with the way they dress now. Mm-hmm. Oof, fuck, you know. Oof, fuck is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every guy there knows it. And again, all you ladies, you know you're doing it for a reason. You're doing it for the attention. Mm-hmm. 
I ain't hating. It looks good. Y'all look good. Just know it's like, okay, you're you're literally, that is everything in a male's genetic priorities. It's just like, oh, like that is just looks so good. And so you have to remember that you can dress that way, but that is our little reptilian brain saying that. Doesn't mean we're creepy. Doesn't mean, I mean, there's creeps out there for sure, but if you dress in a way that it draws attention, you can't hate men for giving you attention. If it shows off your figure, yeah, right. And we see if we see like wide hips, like men want wide mm-hmm. hips because obviously childbearing is easier. You're you're made to have children, and so just going through history, that's what we look for. And if you show off your figure, like we're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna want to breed. I know that sounds awful, <laughs> yeah. but that's that's what our brains are are telling us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we act on it, right? You don't be weird about it, you know. But, you know, when guys approach you that are weird, just know it's like, oh, yeah, he's a man. He's like, that's his reptilian crazy brain that's happening. Mm-hmm. That's all that I think women need to know. The, the honest truth is that we think a lot different than you. It's like your your stimulus of getting the attention is ours of looking at you and know that, that those drives and who we are as people is very different because of that. And, you know, that's why, you know, in the Bible they say, you know, one man, one woman is because we do even each other out. But you have to stay in your masculine role. I do believe that mm-hmm. as a man you have to be a man and as a woman you have to be a woman in the relationship knowing that we are wired very differently. Doesn't mean that our traits don't overlap, but as a whole men are way different than women. I mean, I'm, me and my friends are great examples of it. Because there's more single people than ever. And even if all of my male friends have much higher net worth than my female friends or family, purely because they're better with money. They're literally, men consume less. You know, we don't build nests. We don't, we just don't consume as much. So even though we make less money, most of my friends, again, have been, been, been investing and saving and do all these things and they have very high net worth versus a lot of the, my female friends, again, high, high salaries but they spend most of their money just because we're wired differently. Yeah. yeah. I was seeing, I watched a clip on TikTok. Was it yesterday? I think I sent it to you. Maybe I sent you a whole bunch of stupid shit. <laughs> and it was a news broadcast and they were talking about how women are doing better financially now. They're mm-hmm. getting the big CEO positions and they're finding it harder to date. Mm-hmm. And they were saying how women have to date down now. I mean, that's, we never said as a man, like when we're making more money and stuff like that, we have to date down. Well, it doesn't really make a difference for a man. Exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I'm uh, saying. You're, men are expected to work and provide. Yeah. That's expected, you know, yeah. of us. And there's, I don't. For sure. They said that they're finding it harder to find a man who makes as much as they do or more than they do. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're making fucking 250 plus a year <laughs> not a lot of people make more than no that. the average fucking man is making <laughs> thirty-eight thousand. Thirty-eight thousand, maybe yeah. forty thousand. that's the average man mm-hmm. i don't know what you're expecting is going to be out there and that's where you got to stop fucking around with finances as long as a man is a good he's a good man and he's working he has some type of ambition mm-hmm. and he treats you right that's what really matters yeah, because, I mean, how I grew up, I mean, I grew up around very wealthy people in South Denver, and trust me, they're miserable. Money does not make you happy. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of the wealthy women and, and men, too, they're doing a lot of lying 
to each other in relationships. I never, mm-hmm. I never, I didn't wait, I didn't grow up around that shit, mm-hmm. so I can't talk on it. Yeah. But the the small bits and pieces that I have seen, it seems like they're the ones doing more of the cheating than people who grew up like like I did. Those people tend to be more loyal to each other because I feel like they have actual shit to go through. Like they have to both. Both people are fucking working. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're both trying to provide for the family. Where you have wealthy people who have more free time, they have more leniency to go out and do shit, and they don't have to worry about real struggles in a sense as far as finances go. Depends on who the person is. I mean, whether mm-hmm. you inherit it or what jobs you have, like how you're spending your time. I mean, that you know, it comes down to the individual. I think everyone. You know, one thing. Because even though I grew up that way, of course, I've worked and all I've done almost every job now. You know, I've really learned. I'm like, damn, most people are struggling out here and it's really hard to make money. You know, I learned that at a very young age. You know, I saw everyone kind of struggle no matter what. You know, it's like my neighbor who was a heart surgeon, you know, he like fucking just drove away. Like one day he literally just left his family. Obviously did very well for himself. You know, nice neighborhood, nice schools. I think they, he had three kids. Just drove away one day. And then I would go to work and I would like hang out with two guys that were on uh, work release for dealing crack I forgot how they even ended up in Colorado but you know that they went to uh, I think both of them were in the halfway house I forgot even how they got to work and back but we used to have like real conversations and that it's like damn like these guys they're not suffering any more or less than my like heart surgeon neighbor it was just a different type of struggle you know that everybody struggles in their own way whether you're starting from the bottom or you're at the top you know it makes you know, I'm sure that did shape me who I am of, oh, this is just an ex- existential, you know, meat suit. So why not just have fun? Because I saw that no matter what you did, you struggled. Like if you can create more freedom for yourself, you know, freedom of the self, you can have a lot of fun. Fuck a lot of people. I mean, I've traveled all over the country, made a lot of money. You know, for someone my age, not even working that hard, just understanding time value of money. And literally it's, you know, but to what point, you know, now I'm 32, my body's banged up to shit and I've got a kid. So, so seeing what you've seen, cause I've only seen really one side of, of life and finances and you've seen more sides than I have because you were raised in a particular area. What do you think drives people's loneliness or depression more? Do you think it's more of finances or do you think it's just like life not having a purpose regardless of whatever it is i think it's how you view the self Mm. how that present person can handle i am eric for example sitting here recording a podcast with a guy that i met that moved here from another state that you know randomly you know went to steamboat and then ended up in fort collins and just happened to work at the same place i did and he's doing this with me right now and to be okay with it. And the fact that I have a kid that I got to meet, that I get to meet. Not, I don't view it as I got to. I get to meet this Sunday. It has nerve-wracking. Trust me, it's nerve-wracking for me. Don't worry. As it would be for any man. But I'm okay. I'm okay with it, man. Like, I'm okay with my life right now. That it's like I feel like I was a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And to be okay with that person. And that I, I will constantly make mistakes. And to learn to forgive yourself. That you're just a human living life based on your absurd circumstance, more or less. How do you become okay with that? I know a lot of people mm. aren't okay with it, which is what causes depression, <laughs> I believe. The fact that they're not okay with the current moment that they're in. 
How did you, Eric, become okay with it? You got to make it real. I think you have to understand you're living in the most absurd time in human history. Even for the poorest people in our society, still live better than a king a thousand years ago. They've got running water and a toilet. And to know that because you live in such convenience, it's very hard to stabilize kind of a caveman brain. That's what we have. You know, ultimately for me, it was, okay, I need to make my life harder. It's like, this life is absurd. It is very easy now. And it's like, you have to challenge yourself to make it more meaningful. You know, obviously for me, I've cut out alcohol, I've cut out porn, you know, stimuluses that we've never, our ancestors never had. Well, the alcohol we've had for a long time. And again, that's different for each person. I just don't handle alcohol very well. You know, for me, that was important. Um, not sleeping around and, you know, being mindful of being present. So like every time I do open my phone, I want to make sure it's for a value adding activity. It's something that's going to benefit my life or I need it for work. There are amazing pieces of technology that have sped up everything, but you know, you, you take the convenience time, convenient time with the speed of communication, you're going to run into the problems we have now, social problems. That's a, people are worried about the economy. People should be worried about social unrest. It's already happening. I'm, I'm seeing it. <laughs> I think how I've become okay with my life is actively thinking in the current moment i'm just happy like i'm here i'm alive my health is good it's not much else i need to worry about if like, something comes along i'll worry about it when that happens mm-hmm. but, like right now i'm enjoying what i'm doing i'm doing this i know that i'm alive and that every experience i've ever had in my life is just a human experience that we all have most people start beating themselves up and they start asking why me why me and it's not just you i think you need to get out of that that mindset that is only happening to you because every single person is going through something you see the the most depressed person they're going through some fucking bullshit you see the happiest person they're also going through shit it just doesn't mean that they're they're just not showing you what they're going through but we're all going through something so you're not it's not why me it's oh damn it's all of us mm-hmm. so just live in the moment that you're in right now because whoever i could we see tons of people on a daily basis that we have no idea their backstories or anything that they're going through in the current moment but you have to know that they're at some point in time they've went through something they could be going through something now or in the future you have to know that they're going to go through something doesn't matter if they're super rich or super fucking poor damn straight they're all going through something so there's never a why me it's a damn it's all of us Mm -hmm. and that should make you feel like that's when covid hit man i've seen people become so much more cruel to each other and it's because they all this is my opinion this is what i think it's because they all thought about themselves like it's only me going through this like motherfucker, this is a global fucking <laughs> pandemic there's not a one motherfucker on this planet that is not going through the exact same thing that you are currently the housings might be different but every single person can guarantee we are all living in a pandemic of covid19 <laughs> so why are you such an asshole to the other person thinking it's only you going through it last time i checked you're a breathing person i'm a breathing person and we're all in fucking lockdown together mm-hmm. 
we have to get out of the mindset of the woe is me. I hate the woe is me shit. Mm-hmm. I agree. I really do. But at the end of the day, it's what are you going to do about it? You know, it's like you, I think, you know, starting this and everything else, you learning from one another. I've learned a lot from you. Learned a lot of people from alive. I know that I will continue to learn, and I also have a lot of knowledge to share to people. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> take a swig of water and fucking die. God damn, don't do that. Damn. Yeah, it's like you, you. I mean, you have to care. I think that's the hardest thing for people to do right now: care, care about themselves. Mm-hmm. Most people look in the mirror and hate who they see. I would argue from maybe not most. A lot of people I feel that. Say, way. I would say it's a good fucking yeah. healthy portion. More than 50%, I would say. Because you just get to think, like, everything that's wrong with you now. We never had that opportunity well, in human We never history. had the whole part of fucking comparing ourselves to somebody. <laughs> oh, every God, day. yeah. The only well, people fuck, you could compare worse. yourself to back in the day were fucking celebrities. Mm-hmm. But then you already knew. It was like, well, I'm not going to go fucking act. So they're doing something that they enjoy, and that's not anything I'm going to fucking do. Mm-hmm. But now you're seeing every fucking day people... Who are in a fucking Lambo or flying private, so they say. I don't think any any of those people are actually doing any of that shit. And you're comparing your life to that. It's like, you have to stop and think, is this real? Are they actually doing this? Probably not. And it doesn't fucking matter. Because it's only your life that you can live. What they're doing mm-hmm. means nothing to you. They're struggling too. They That's are struggling thing. in other ways that you have <laughs> no idea. Could be worse, could be better. I mean, again, it's it's not worse or better, actually. It's just different. You will struggle through this life no matter what. But Mm -hmm. if you pull weight, if you put something above yourself, it will make the struggle a lot easier. And we have completely lost sight of that. I mean, religion has completely left our, our culture and everything else. I would argue a lot of podcasts, even what we're doing is almost a new religion of, okay, you don't, you can not go to church or believe in whatever, but you better care about something mm, other than yourself. <laughs> because you're right, you're not going to tell anyone what to do in today's society. People will rail the shit against that. But if you can't create stability in your life and you don't care about something above who you are, I mean, forget about it. You'll be in hell. I've seen it. I've seen it with family members. I've seen it with friends. It's yeah, not good. You have to find something to believe in. You have to put something above yourself. You gotta, you gotta make life kind of hard, man. I mean, life is just too easy for people. Well, that's now. just getting out of the comfort zone. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like being in your comfort zone is easy, and it doesn't turn into any type of growth. You're gonna be the same fucking person that you have been. <laughs> You're damn. That is every. That's so many people right Everybody, now. Everybody, right? Yeah. If you push yourself out of your comfort zone. You are in some way, shape, or form going to develop into a whole new person and change, probably for the better. You might, you're going to learn something about yourself. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee that. I fucking, I've accepted jobs that I knew, like I was like, this is not something I'm going to enjoy, but I need to make some money, so fuck it. I'm going to do it. I did it. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I fucking hate it, but I, I've never once quit a job. I've been fired one time. Well, I've quit a job, but that's because I had another job opened up. I've been fired once, and that was my second least favorite job ever. And I was not, for that job, I was like, dude, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to make sure they're going to have to fire me. Hmm. But I'm going to keep pushing, and if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I fucking don't. It's called Hmm. failure, and that's okay. And I was completely fine with it. But I was going to make sure, like, I'm out of my comfort zone. (laughs) I'm going to grow in some shape or form, and I'm going to keep pushing myself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Never got it, but it was okay. We have to fail in life. I was not upset at all. It was during a very tough time, actually, but it made it made me a better person in understanding failure. Yeah, I mean, you, you grow. You grow. It forces you to. Well, yeah, I mean, you're all for, we're all forced to grow at some point. Trust me. Life is going to mm-hmm. happen to you, whether you like it or fucking not. Yep. That's for goddamn sure. But, you know, when you get older, it's like, damn, I did something on this planet worth doing. I think that's something a lot of people aren't going to be able to say in our generation. Mm-hmm. I'm very blessed. I think this kid will be, you know, so important in my life that I'll look back on this and be like, damn, I'm glad I stepped up and, and was a father. You know, I can feel how I care about my own life more now. I would look back and regret if I just, like, let the state handle it, you know, do the paternity test, pay child support, never see the guy, keep having fun. You know, life's just absurd illusion. Why not just keep having fun? That would have hit you later in life. Oh, it would have tore me apart for yeah. sure. Absolutely. It's good that you're doing it. You're stepping up. I think it's a great fucking thing. It's going to be so good for the kid. Oh, yeah. He's a lucky kid. And I mean, you know, as crazy as this is, I can be okay with like hey he's he's six years old this is you know developmental years i can step in and be a good dad you gotta have fun and get to learn stuff along the way too and you know i think ultimately like any dad wants to be better than his father be like whoa like my parents didn't know about technology or how to navigate that stuff or versus me now that i have a son i'm like oh i know like this stuff's potent as fuck and i want him to talk to me about stuff and i want you know cats out of the bag on everything i don't want it to be some hidden thing you know it's i'm not going to put him in screen in front of a screen you know everyone knows you know, i'm going to get into hunting fishing working on cars like i like doing things you know i'm going to make sure he's out doing things with mm-hmm. me we're not going to be in front of a television or screen man. that adds so much more value yeah. to your life mm-hmm. than sitting in front of a tv screen don't get me wrong i love to watch a good movie or a good tv oh, yeah. show yeah. but going out and doing things especially with your dad whenever you look back on it you're you're gonna have he's gonna have more respect for it. Like there might be some times where he's like, Oh dad, really? Oh, we gotta do this? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He'll look back and he'll appreciate it. Yep. This will be cool, man. I'm I'm super excited. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's still a lot, but ninety nine point nine 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 percent. That's that's my kid. I do have a six year old. It is officially confirmed, everyone. Oh shit. Oh, oh shit is right. This is good to document this. I think this is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. This is really cool. That this mm-hmm. is. I feel like this whole podcast thing has happened for a reason, and it's you realize that you needed to change how you were living, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, we we talk about shit all the time. We should do a podcast just to see if we can help other people, and then now it's like life is like fucking happening to you. Mm-hmm. This happened almost at the perfect time to like really document something. This is going to live on forever. Like, it doesn't matter if anyone fucking listens to this or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's recorded. It's in the fucking cloud. This is something <laughs> it's that's in the cloud. always going to be there forever. And then now we're documenting life happening to somebody that would have never been truly documented. Like, this is, like, almost step by step because we do this every mm-hmm. fucking week. Yeah. So there's always something new happening mm-hmm. every week. I think this is fucking dope. It is. I think it's fucking dope. But not again, not just for me, for you too, man. I mean, you've learned a lot, I think, in the last five years of your life, really since, <clears throat> I mean, your entire life, but since you've moved to Colorado, you know, dating, long-term relationship, another, like, shorter relationship, you know, kind of 
again, you've learned a lot too. And this new Devonte, I mean, you haven't been single in a while and now you've been single for six months and you know, I can tell how focused you are. You know, you're very focused on improving your life. You're not letting alcohol get in the way. You're not letting hookups get in the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, this, this motherfucker could be out here blowing backs out if, uh. if he wanted to. Not condoning it anymore. Trust <laughs> me, everyone. I'm telling him he's doing it right. He, he's chilling. And that's everyone needs to take a chill pill on that. That's um, you two yeah. ladies. It's not the men yeah. that are the problem. It's actually, you know, most men aren't having sex. It's a very mm-hmm. small percentage mm-hmm. of men Fuck. that are fucking all yeah. the women. So y'all ladies need to chill too. Everyone needs to take a chill pill and just like step back, start making men fucking ask. Oh, just fucking ask girls out in person, man. That just drives me nuts. So many men have lost that skill. Oh, they've lost the skill of just talking. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. To not even not even just women. <clears throat> they've lost the skill to talk to other men. Oh, absolutely. There I mean, there's some guys I can have conversations with. I can almost have I can have a conversation with a fucking wall, usually. But there's there's some guys that come through and it's like, damn, like you really have no idea how to communicate mm-hmm. with anybody. Like at all. It's like, dude, like we can just talk about shit. I don't like like I said before, I don't like small talk. Like with a guy, like with a woman, I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't like small talk at all. <laughs> We're going to get into some deep philosophical shit if we have to because I'm not going to sit there and listen to, oh, how was your day? Yeah, okay, cool. That's great. Yeah. What the fuck about us floating on a fucking planet <laughs> in the middle of fucking nothing? <laughs> okay, yeah. how about that? Not for real. But the guy's like, I, I, I get along with women better than I do with men. Hmm. Like most of my most of my friends right now are all women that's very rare for a straight male to have that but any honest a lot of guys are going to say that's bullshit and no this guy's for real because i'm i'm the same guy like i i can have female friends mm-hmm. and again it's not yeah we're both sexually driven people but it's just a boundary me or Devonte wouldn't cross if it's a friend i mean I'm, and but we also have options I, I do believe that because we have options it's easy just to be like oh this is just a friend because i know i could have sex with somebody else if you're a man that knows you have options, it's probably a little easier to be in our position. Yeah. Along well, I mean, with, yeah. Yeah. Well, because, like, for me, like, if I, I feel like a lot of women, anytime a guy talks to them, they're like, oh, my God, he wants to fuck me. Mm-hmm. It's possibly right. Yeah. But for me, if I like you, you know it. If I want you, you know it. I'm not going to fucking tiptoe around shit. Like, I'm going to let you know, like, hey, yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. trying to fuck. Or I'm trying to have <laughs> no, honestly, because like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't want to play all those fucking bull games yeah, yeah. and shit. <laughs> bull games? What the fuck is bull games? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to play all that bullshit. And you, you're gonna know if I'm into you. I will make it known. I will definitely be flirting with you. But if you're just a friend, like I'm, you know that because I'm not. I'm clearly not flirting with you. I'm not making any type of moves. I'm even wingman for you. Mm-hmm. Like I've tried to help out with my friends <laughs> with other guys because I have zero desire to actually get with them. Like, yeah, they're attractive. I can tell them that. Like, I have attractive female friends, mm-hmm. but I have, I will not cross that that line with you. Mm-hmm. Most, no. most, I feel like a good portion of guys won't do that. No, absolutely not. But again, I think probably a lot is the you know the biracial thing, um, emotional intelligence, and it's like a very. A, it's like kind of a calm displacement where I, I'm very chill. Like I don't, yeah, I got a high sex drive, but <clears throat> it's not like this incessant thing I can't control or something like that, you know, especially in a social, in a peer setting, you know, 
Um, obviously it's easy to get online with porn and, and the internet because then you can step outside your social circle. I'm very low key. Like it's just not worth it, you know? But yeah, for most men, that would be very difficult. I, I do believe that. Most girls who have guy friends, quotations, you ask that guy, if you had an opportunity to fuck them, would you fuck them? Mm-hmm. I would say 9.99% of the time, they're, they're going to say, they're going to say yes. Yeah. They're absolutely. They've shown that. They, and there's yeah. other podcasts that have like brought women on and, yep. and men on and early like, they'll like have them text like men in the friend zone basically and all of them basically come out and like oh yeah i'll hit you know yeah. so you can ask me i can tell you right now i am not fucking yeah <laughs> any no, of I'm, my the, friends. I'm the same boat that'd be i'd rather have that friendship because i have really good conversations trying to understand a woman's brain too mm-hmm. trying to understand i think maybe that's why i get along with women better because i'm really just trying to understand from a different perspective mm-hmm. biologically What's going on with them? Because they're emotional beings, and I'm a logical being. And I try to I try to give them advice as far as like how men think and shit. So yeah, yeah. I think we do both of us do a good job of yeah. that. I mean, not only on this platform, but in person. That's mostly what we fucking talk about with most of the girls if we're up there talking to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of what it's like to be a guy. This is what you're contending against. Mm-hmm. So when you're showing your ass on Instagram, this is the response because we're all just trying to fuck basically. But it doesn't you know understanding that for me to come and approach you is very difficult and that me getting a number me saying hey it's very nerve-wracking as a guy it really is any guy oh absolutely we definitely fucking think about it Mm -hmm. we fucking there for any girl i've gone up to i've definitely probably two days i'd probably think about like okay what can i actually come up with that is going to just be a flowing conversation and usually it just turns out to be something on the spot. But <laughs> but I think about it because it's it is a nerve wracking fucking thing. I don't give a fuck who you are. Maybe if you're a celebrity, it's probably not as nerve wracking because you just use your status. Oh, I bet it's nerve wracking for them. I I think it is from I would argue most men. Yeah. I mean, not everyone. I think the people have different levels of fearlessness, but it's the ultimate ego blow, man. If a girl says no to you, just basically saying you ain't good enough. Yeah. Like you as a self ain't good enough to go to the next generation. Well, it stands for everything. It's, it's, it's that fear of rejection, mm-hmm. but it's it also correlates to the fear of failure, and most people hate to fail. Mm-hmm. Well, especially today's world. Just fail. Just yeah. fucking fail. Because it's going to happen regardless. You're going to fail at some point in time. You have to. But yeah, but what are these men doing now? They're just numbing themselves with video games, porn. Don't you fail a fucking video game sometimes? Yeah, but... Think about that. <laughs> well, it's... Yeah, but it's, that's fucking a fake verse. I mean, people are literally... I wonder how many millions of men right now are playing video games. It's fucking... Oh, it's insane. It's what it is, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock on a Friday right. night. And I guarantee you, like, there's going to be a subset of men going to Old Town tonight or going to the bars in Denver, out wherever. But there's going to be millions and millions of others alone, watching porn, playing video games. I know multiple of them. Like, literally, I can name 10 men right now that have video games fired up on their home in their apartments in their parents basement in their homes mm-hmm. doing literally just gaming by themselves mm-hmm. <sighs> dude that's scary man that's fucking scary as shit we are <laughs> i think in 15 20 years shit maybe even 10 we're gonna start seeing once the baby boomers start really dying off substantially we're gonna go to 
a sexless society. Yep. We'll be a very small percentage of men at the top I, having all the sex. Bro, I truly do believe. <clears throat> I mean, that's already happening. Oh, absolutely. That's already happening. I believe that this generation coming up will have the least amount of sex ever. We are dude, we're not going to populate <laughs> earth. I'm so I'm so fucking serious. Well, uh, me and Nick Cannon will do it. <laughs> Oh, Nick Cannon is on the fucking. He's the only. Yeah, he's, Nick Cannon is a new fucking Genghis Kong out here. Fucking. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna catch up to him. him. Don't set that record for yourself. Nick Cannon can afford that shit. Like you make yeah, good money, but Nick Cannon's yeah. making great money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't afford to have 13 kids. I know that. Let's just do one for now, and then you know maybe if I'm dating someone, I'm in a relationship, then I'll, I maybe would have another one. But yeah. But I mean, these kids like they come in. And they just can't have a conversation. They don't look you in your fucking eyes. They oh, do dude, not look up from their oh fucking phone. God. That's so scary, man. So, I mean, like, it's going to be a smaller percentage of men who are smashing. That's already, yeah. Populating. But it's going to be smaller than what we have right fucking Oh, now. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, the distributions will get worse. Mm-hmm. It's it's just increased. But, I mean, it's like a hockey stick, man. It's just like fucking, like, just mm-hmm. straight up. I mean, it will make it so there's a very, very small percentage of men fucking. And again, it's, I mean, it's hard not to, because there's nothing more exciting than a new novel partner, something I've never been able to truly stop. And honestly, I, I, I obviously am slowing myself down now, but you know, for the idea that yes, I should be online blowing backs out left and right. I'm not doing that. And going to the bars, no way. But is it like, okay, I'm going to have sex with one person the rest of my life. I'm open to it, but also I'm open to just being honest and, and having open conversation with, you know, if I am seeing a girl, I, I think that's the biggest thing is you have to just be honest. And girls too. Again, it's mostly women that cheat. Women get bored in relationships way faster than men normally. I'm willing to argue that all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't I don't care. No, no, I feel like more women yeah. – obviously men cheat too. Men try to cheat more like you said. Yeah. Men try to cheat more. Women uh, do cheat. Yeah, more. they they probably they think about it more because it's always on our mind. Women, but we're women, fucking beings. I'm not, I'm yeah. not condoning cheating by any means for anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, as a man, w- women have opportunities. Like, yeah, yeah. And so they get bored and do. It. And I've done my job long enough. I've seen it. I've seen it with clients. I've seen it with friends and and everything else. You know, it's women that generally speaking that are cheating. You know, it's attention. It's anything else. It's hot. It's new. It's novel. And uh, you know, I get it. I don't. We're living a long time now. It's easy to access one another. Cool. But you got to slow the fuck down. Like, and this is, goes out to the men, these polygamous men like me. It goes out to anybody right now. It's like you have to slow yourself down, pull your ass out of the fucking metaverse, your head out of your ass. And again, get that shit out of the metaverse and just try to be present a little bit. I mean, my job honestly saved my life in a way. It's like... You know, I've said before, hour after hour, you know, I trained six people back to back today, six hours. I basically was on a phone just to like check to see if clients would cancel. I didn't look at a screen for six hours straight, just one conversation after another back to back. And it was basically seven to seven to one that I was there. Have you ever looked at what your screen time is? Usually phones give you like a weekly like check-ins type of thing uh i haven't but i use it outside enough for my other job that it's probably like i bet it's i don't know actually it could be it's gonna be significantly low because we both use our phones for work yeah and i don't have social media and stuff either my screen time last week i think was two and a half three hours for a week Mm -hmm. like total Mm -hmm. yeah that gives you every like texting and stuff 
Yeah, I mean, like, dude, I don't. My phone doesn't blow up. Like, I text you. Yeah. And that's fair, I guess. That's really it. And then, other than that, I'm on. All I have to do for my my work app is set appointments. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not on there scrolling the whole time. You don't scroll through like TikTok. Like TikTok or is Instagram. like the number one thing on there, okay. and that's like maybe an hour for a week, maybe. Damn, that's pretty good. I, most people limit themselves. I know people put timers on them, like 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, which is, I mean, you know, if you look at a TV show, that's about an hour. The thing about what's potent about TikTok and reels and stuff like that is you're getting something new. new, The dopamine circuit's Mm -hmm. constantly being tripped. You know, again, that's the same with pornography, everything else. It's, there's so much new novel at our hands all the time. And that just makes it very difficult Mm -hmm. to take it away. I mean, for me, I had to get rid of it. I was like, all right, I can't have this stuff, Instagram, any of that. And, uh, you know, that's one piece of it. But for me, the Tinder and Bumble and all that stuff, that's way more addictive. I want to download that shit like fucking a crackhead wants to get a crack pipe. Dude, it's just so fucking, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Like, I'll get on, like, Bumble or, like, Hinge. Uh, oh, I just, can't even have that shit, man. I would be out of control if I got that back. Well, because I feel, I feel the same way you do. Not, uh, not well, you haven't actually, extreme. yeah, but you, you haven't actually, like, gone out and, like, smashed a yeah, bunch either, right, though. So. Right. But I'm looking at it, and I'm just like... This is fucking ridiculous. Like I'm on here, I'm scrolling, I'll match with somebody, I'll message, which on Bumble they have to message first and ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time they don't fucking message. Yeah. It's like what's the point of being on here anyway? For me. I ten. Well, for, for you. Yeah. yeah. I, There's I, no point as a man. No. Honest to God. No. All I, it does is make you feel bad and bored and I have yeah. substantially better odds being in person meeting somebody. And I've uh-huh. I've met Anybody I've been with, I've met all in person. Mm-hmm. I've never met a single person online ever. But somehow, I still play the fucking game. <laughs> well, unfortunately, even if you're someone like me or you, or you're going to meet someone in person, the chances that they're the person you're talking to is online, they have online presence where they're meeting tons of men. And obviously, the more attractive they are, the more men they're meeting. It's, I mean, it, it's a loser's game. I hate to say it, but it, for a man, it is... The odds are so against you. It doesn't matter how hot you are, how charismatic, how rich. It's it's just so much competition in a in a in a fake competition. It's not real because these men aren't approaching and talking to this girl in person. So I'd argue, yeah, well, you know, people can argue about modern dating. Is that okay? Well, survival of the fittest competition. I'm like, okay. Look here, motherfuckers, I'm a good example of it. I have been that polygamous male. Competition uses the fucking internet have sex with 200 plus women. I have a kid now. Again, my life has not, I've not had a stable life at all. It's been a fun life, but it's not been a stable life. And I wouldn't, I would wake up at 40. I'm 32 going on 33. If I was doing this in seven years, I'd kill myself. There would be no point in me living. That's something that you, you actually know that because most, most guys won't admit that. Mm -hmm. Most guys are probably thinking that right now Mm -hmm. that they would do that to themselves like tomorrow. Like most guys don't, they don't admit it though, mm-hmm. that you're admitting it because I, I'm right there with you, dude. I think, I think for most men who are going, who were doing what you were doing mm-hmm. at a certain point, that kind of stops and there is no other purpose to it. Yeah. And you are in severe depression because you have no purpose now. Mm-hmm. You can't. Oh, fuck. you've seen it. You've seen, oh, yeah. seen it with other men, not just me. Yeah. It's real. I don't know what keeps some of these men going. Uh, just dopamine, man. It's like scrolling through TikTok or whatever. You just do it. You know, everyone has their own weaknesses. The guy's playing 40 hours a week in video games. So. 
you know it's every everybody has their whatever mm-hmm. we're all hacked in or you know, even listening to this i mean whoever's listening to this on whatever device you're hacked in and it's cool i mean it's it's like anything else but what are you using it for are you using it for a podcast like ours where you're like hey i'd like to learn something new today i want to listen to something that's you know kind of real positive or am i going to get on and you know numb myself with something that isn't going to be beneficial to my life but you know you got to be able to put it away too i mean i think that's the big thing is that you know i don't really care about driving views with this it's more of like okay if you listen to this you know shut this fuck you shut it off right now i don't know how long we've been talking but shut it off 53 minutes there you go and it just be like all right done and i'm sure edited you know it'll be a little shorter yeah let's say it's 30 minutes in listening to this cut it off and you're like hey like i kind of like what he has to say but i'm also on a device right now put it away go fucking walk i'll literally put shit away and i'll just go walk around the mall i live right next to foothills mall here in fort collins it's nice man just to be present pull yourself out of the craziness dude i do the exact same thing i don't go to the fucking mall because i live on the other side of town (laughs) but I'm a big music person, so I'll put my headphones on mm-hmm. and I'll cue up a song and I'll just go for a walk in, in the neighborhood. And I'll just walk around that whole fucking thing. If it's a nice day, dude, it's just, just to get away from shit, just be in my own head and experience life, be happy with the, the fact that I'm able to see what I'm seeing and I'm walking and I'm, I got my health. It's good, man. I fucking love it. I what do you, this is a weird question. Not a weird question, it's just a random question. Because my brain is fucking stupid. What do you think is the hardest profession to have and to date in? <laughs> the hardest profession to have? Yeah. Uh, as far as like if you're actively like wanting to date, but it's your your profession just takes. It's either like frowned upon or it's just hard to actually meet people because you're constantly working. What's the hardest profession you think? Oh man, that's way too hard to say. I mean. Well, because you train a whole bunch of different types of people. Um, I mean, anything like what I do, service industry, you know, if unless you're a single person, it's, you know, you don't make a lot of money and it's very time consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you have to be there to make money. You don't have exterior sources of income. You're not working on a computer, so you can't kind of get away and get more done. But at the same time, I know a lot of people that do work from home or have jobs, remote jobs that... They're literally glued to their computer 10 hours a day. Like they literally can't get away from it depending on the job. I think it's it's just hard in general being human now, man. Like oh, it doesn't matter bad. what job you have. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you don't have a job. It's like you, you can't escape the existential suffering you will have. Mm-hmm. You know, look how many people lost their jobs during COVID. I did. Oh. And I just went around and had fun. But People are going to start losing their jobs even more now because of AI. Yeah. You know, I mean... So you're going to make life so convenient for people that they literally don't have a purpose. I, I, that is what's happening on a broader scale. And they're just hacking in, trying, you know, capitalism is just creating a lazy human that's just consuming to consume to constantly get dopamine. And again, the biggest driver of consumption are these phones, are, you know, things like dating apps, things like Instagram, things like online shopping, things like Pornhub. The more you watch, millions of people watching, you are making billions of dollars for these companies every single year. That's all it is. Every time you fucking open another Pornhub video up, guys, just remember that. They show you one of those chatterbait ads or make your dick bigger, Mm. eat these fucking pills, you know, (laughs) whatever. They're making like little pennies off you. And then 
knowing that you're just like a lab rat. You will go back to the same source. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so hard, dude. I mean, I'm, I fucking want to watch porn super bad. I know that. I'm condi- I'm conditioned like a lab rat. I'm right there, just with like you. I would definitely challenge most men to stop watching porn. Yeah. I think that's where your confidence starts shooting straight downhill. Far fucking down. Yeah. Because you're comparing your size to all these. Oh my and God. Like, yeah. Dude, do not fucking do that. Ugh. Do not fucking oh do that. Oh man, we're so fucked. But I will say yeah. for me, what I think the toughest yeah. profession to date is sex workers. I oh, are you talking about for, for men and women? I mean, there's very few male sex workers. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. For, okay. For, because like if, a, if hold on. You're now. talking about for chicks. For chicks. Okay, yeah, okay. my flaw should have been more specific. Yeah, I thought you just meant in general like for for Well, people. you answered in general, which is nice, but yeah. for women I think sex work is the hardest profession to date. Because Well, are you talking about a guy trying to date a sex worker? Yeah. Like a OnlyFans girl or model yeah, or I Instagram feel like, model? Yeah, all of those. I feel like it's harder it's harder for a woman to actually get a guy from that because What's going to happen is not this isn't for everybody, but you're going to you're watching porn and you end up dating this girl somehow. Let's just say, okay, and it's like, yo, you're you're not going to think of her the same. You're probably going to have all this sexual thoughts about her. And that's really all it's going to be. And I I think it's really tough for sex workers, even strippers, even strippers. I would argue, actually, any girl on Instagram, if you're showing your ass, you're mm. showing your tits, like any guy will treat you like the object you're being exposed as. Well, I'm saying, let's <laughs> say a sex sex worker, porn porn star, like their whole job is like they're getting their back blown out. They're, they're being sexualized all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those women at some point really want a serious relationship because like they're getting like the sex and stuff like they really want somebody there emotionally for them and i think for them it's probably a lot tougher to actually find that oh yeah because yeah. they're getting all the attention like that's but that's their job uh-huh. they're not out here just showing ass just for fun this is actually their fucking job and i think for them it's a lot tougher to find someone who can emotionally connect with them because that's what they want they don't they're not going to want someone who's just going to hammer them down. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I if for people that are actually fucking. No, I actually think sex work is huge now because of these oh. sugar baby apps and everything Major. like that. Yeah. A lot of these girls are definitely making money quick by mm-hmm. fucking these rich guys. Um, you know, I, I wonder still what as a percentage it would be because I still think – the average girl is still just going to their job and using the internet as a way to get attention. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not they're not getting paid for posting their ass. Mm-hmm. They're not getting paid for posting tits and everything else. And again, not, you know, it could be in clothing or whatever, but I've looked at most girls' Instagram. It's there's ass in the mirror. Like it's not especially for younger women, you know, I think under 30, it seems like it's a lot of attention. And um yeah, I don't yeah, that's going to be a problem. I mean, it is a problem because, you know, why would a man give up his mating strategy, you know, to have lots of women for a girl that's really not giving up hers of getting attention from a lot of men? Well, if you commit to this guy, you can't get attention. Really, you shouldn't be getting attention from other men. He's giving up his sexual strategy. You're giving up the attention from other men. And most women aren't willing to do that because they're not going to drop their Instagram. But <clears throat> That's true. 
If you are a porn star or a sex worker and you are listening to this, contact us. I really, really want to have you on to pick your brain on this shit. That'd be cool. Man. That'd be fucking dope to hear what what they actually go through. Not even just like dating, but emotionally, what what they actually go through, male or female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are listening to this, hit us up. Get on here because that would be fucking sick to have. Because no one ever really tries to dive. They only ask them really sexual questions or about the industry. I really want to know mentally what they fucking go through. Oh, yeah, that would be. Because it's a whole other. Like, I have no idea. I have not even a glimpse of an idea, really, of what it's like. Because how many of those sex workers do you look at and be like, I wonder how they are as a person. Probably zero. Well, I think I'm talking to me is a pretty good example. I mean, I'm not like porn star, but But I'm I'm talking like if you were actually getting paid for this, you know what I mean? Your ass is just fucking doing this for fun. Yeah, but it's still the same. Yeah, if you're getting paid, it is different, but you're Mm -hmm. still constantly just getting through. You're going through lots of partners. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know whether you're getting paid or not, it's very different for men and women. But it, it creates problems, I would argue, no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. you know, most of these people are doing it for money, especially girls. Porn, you know, girls in porn, yeah. they're doing it because they've had tough lives and they don't have a choice. Yeah. I would argue not a lot of them are doing this for fun. I think some do it. And some girls probably can really separate it. You know, kudos to them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're broadcasting it to billions of people around the world, you know, a lot of people may not feel that way and then they're going to, it'll normalize it and then they're going to like someone like me and then you're going to act on it because you're like, Oh, well that's normal. I watched all this hardcore porn. Now I want to make it my real life. And it's like, okay, motherfucker, like that's not sustainable at all. And I've literally had to step away from that because that's all I want to do. Cause it's like, well, if this is an absurd meat suit, then I might as well do the most fun activity, which is definitely fucking. And it's like, okay, well that's, <laughs> there's more to life than just that. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to close off with saying you have to find purpose in your life. <laughs> you have to find purpose in your life in a really good way of attempting to find what that purpose is, is getting out of your comfort zone. I don't know what it is. If you have a, if you're working a job that you don't like, try to find another job that's completely out of your comfort zone or Whatever is going to be out of your comfort zone. If you're used to just sitting in your house, not doing anything, go outside and communicate with one fucking person and see if that translates to next week, if it translates to two fucking people. You have to do something to further your happiness. Oh, yeah. Sitting around dwelling on shit is not not it. And I guarantee you there's something in your life. I mean, I realize mine's a big thing, you know, having a kid where you can step up and actually take responsibility. Mine's obviously huge, but I guarantee you there's something in most of our lives where we're like, man, I've been putting that off. Maybe I should step up and try and do that. Because I think for a lot of guys that aren't in my position, it's like, hey, if you don't own a house, if you don't invest, if you don't take care of yourself physically, go to the gym, learn about investments, like learn about how to, you know, save money and, and try to work towards, you know, buying a condo or a house or something like that. You know, just... There's something in front of you, I guarantee it, that you could be doing for all of us. Obviously, again, mine's a child, but for a guy playing 50 hours a week of video games, maybe it's simply like, oh, let's start a savings account. Let's get out of my parents' basement. 
I'd guarantee you would feel 99.999% better. <laughs> this has been Less Tech, More Neck. I'm Devontae. And this is Eric. See y'all next week. Less Tech, More Neck. Mmm, y'all hear what I say. Less Tech, More Neck. For your mother and your brother, we gonna hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days And it's strange people living strange ways So expect Let's take more neck